Hello, my peace learning achievers. I'm Alana, and this is my podcast, Actually Yes. Basically, a podcast that helps you and I grow as a person in a holistic way to change our mind state from, I'm not sure, I don't know, maybe, to actually yes. All right, so this week's topic, I wanted to talk about your one information away from knowing. Maybe it's your one information away from turning a whole new route. Maybe you're one information away from achieving your goals. Maybe you're one information away from opening your mind to a whole new world in general. You know, this is just something I've been wanting to talk about because it's like literally, I don't know, I just been thinking about it more and more lately as I get more information and knowledge, you know, and I feel like it's so true. Like I literally had heard this, you know, again, I've talked to my podcast, you hear so many things, you can hear something a bajillion times, but the way somebody says it a certain time in a certain way can really just like inside your head like you really get it you know and this is just one of those things that kind of has happened to me over time and I just wanted to share with you too you know it's like investing is one of the things and I know like I like literally the old me was just like oh like what no can we not like are we really talking about investing right now um type of person just because I still to an extent am but it have been improving as I'm getting more exposure to myself with you know money talk and everything like that but Like all I do is like you had to invest because it's something you did for down the line for when you retire and all this stuff and your job did it. So you did it. And then, you know, you try to match with your employer because, you know, hey, that's free money you could be getting on top of your money and all sorts of stuff. And, you know, it was just as a lot of things in my life, I feel like I've done things because that's just what you did. You know, like I didn't really know the whole reasoning behind it or did too much because I'm like, hey, well, you know, like everybody does it. And that that falls on me for, you know, being maybe that gullible or, you know, like not looking further into it, being more informative on certain decisions. And again, that falls on me and um, that's my own fault in certain ways and can burn you in the butt sometimes if you, if you don't know all your information about certain things. But, you know, so I've been trying to get like more knowledgeable in like investing in stocks and bonds and all this other kind of stuff. And I feel like until you find somebody who speaks your language maps it out the way that you learn. Maybe it's with talking or maybe it's with um, expression, like a video, or maybe it's, you know, whatever whatever works for you. Then I feel like it's really hard to want to understand and learn certain things. So there's this person and he's called the Wall Street Trapper. And he just puts it in terms where I'm just like, ah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, and again, it, go, it talks about like certain things like he talks about just even the simple stuff in which many of you may may know, maybe you don't, I'm not sure. As this podcast is just hopefully opening a world to you where you're just like, wow, I didn't, I didn't really know about that. Like, let me look into that or things like that. So it's just like for him, he's talking about, you know, like why the, the, um, the rich are rich and why the poor are poor and all this kind of stuff. And it really ties into so many other different things too. It's not necessarily what one person says, but it's accumulation of different things you have heard um, and including what they've said, but then who they've talked to too, if that makes any sense. You know, sometimes it's not necessarily just one resource, it's multiple resources. That also helps fact check, you know, that in that way too. But again, it kind of goes to that mind state too, you know, like it's, you know, how did you grow up with money? How did you see money in your household? How was it talked about? How was it managed? You know, and that falls into adulthood too, as I've talked about before in many aspects. And so for him, you know, it's like, you know, if depending where you're at on the scale, 
I mean, you can always, there's always room for a change too. So you can always improve yourself too. But, you know, it was just like, um, that, sorry, <laughs> my phone just went off. So I'm like, Whoa. anyways, like these different, these different aspects of, you know, like sectors that there's 11 sectors and there's industries and things like that but then breaking it down like hey like imagine you're at the grocery store in an aisle and then there's like a chip right there you know that's something you'd want to invest in or maybe you want to invest in a more broader thing where it's not you're focusing on one item you're focusing on like a variety pack of chips and stuff and <laughs> he, he's so much more educational of how he explains it but he also breaks it down in those terms where you're just like huh Thanks for relating that to everyday life where I can understand. And that's what he he does with the way he talks and everything and relates things back. And it just breaks it down to like he also talks about like maybe, you know, we we tend to invest in one transaction things where it's, you know, maybe we buy a pair of shoes or whatever the case may be. And, you know, then it depreciates. And it, that's awesome that like sometimes um, well, it's not awesome that it depreciates, but you know, it's awesome that sometimes we buy these things because we do work hard and all that kind of stuff. But then it's also thinking about like, are we only buying things because we need to fill that void? And it got me thinking too, where I'm just like, oh yeah, sometimes, you know, I go out to eat or, you know, I buy like a bunch of things, you know, cause sometimes I tend to be pretty frugal, but then other times I'm, I, I buy a bunch of things, you know, or I'm just like, oh, it's on sale. Like I can, I can buy this stuff. Like, can you imagine if I would have paid full price? And it's all that like thoughts in your head that make you shift and think a certain way, you know, and your makes you think it's okay and valid. And in some cases, obviously it is, depends on your lifestyle and all that kind of stuff. But for me, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I've been spending so much money on one transaction things or you know maybe buying some like lottery tickets or scratch offs hoping that I'm gonna like win this miraculous money out of nowhere you know and again if that's what you want to do that's totally fine I'm not telling you to live a certain way but that's just like something I have thought about I'm like why haven't I ever put money in that I know where it's going into investing you know and it's like obviously things that have been talked about like you should invest you should invest but it's like why like I don't understand you know but as I'm getting further and I'm learning the terminology and all that kind of stuff and it, it makes it less scary and I'm like, wow, like I want to start investing. I want to start talking money talk and being like, this is where I'm going with, you know, with my returns or my my investments and things like that. This is who I'm investing in. And again, it goes back to like, you know, if you support all these products, maybe you're an Apple person, maybe you're a, um, I don't know, all these different brands, like maybe start investing in the brand so you have a portion that you're owning of that company that share whatever the case may be instead of always just buying 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 from them you know like invest in them too as well so you're getting money out of it yet you feel um good about it because you you know what that company's products can be you know you know the how reliable they are how sturdy and whatever the case may be if that's making any sense so it's just like kind of opening up your mind to that. And I'm sorry, I'm going on like a whole tangent on investing, but it's just something I have been working on. And I'm just like, okay, like let's not get freaked out because, you know, we just think only people who are super rich and who have a bajillion um, businesses can only be the rich ones and things like that. You know, it, again, it just goes down to how your thoughts are. And that goes into um, – explaining or learning things of why we do certain things or why does society do with certain things you know I'm always a person who loves to know the why like what what how does that occur how does it happen maybe it's just because I'm a person who loves finding out different things on a psychological basis of like why do why am I this 
the way I am? You know, why am I, maybe why am I so emotional or why am I so, you know, caring at times? Why am I so determined? You know, whatever the case may be, you know, it's just like, you know, why do I have my certain downfalls? Like what, what causes those kind of things? And it doesn't necessarily like break it down fully, but you know, there's different psychological terms that you're just like, huh, okay. That's making a little bit more sense or maybe spiritual ways and stuff too, as well. You're just like, okay, now, now I can see how, um, maybe your personality tests, you know, it, things to understand why you are the way you are or why you gravitate to certain things, or maybe, you know, why certain things are happening in your life. Maybe not exactly why, but you know, like what could be some triggers or what could be some obstacles that are getting in your way. And on top of that, just like I've had this book before that I've talked about, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And it's just so interesting because it's like, you know, even when you go to the grocery store, there is literally reasonings why certain things are in place. Like in the grocery store, you know, they have like the dairy stuff way in the back. So it makes you walk through the store and then hopefully have you buy things throughout your way because you had to go way back there. And then also just having that greeter at the front, being that person um, just to be like, hi, how are you? Or, you know, like, good afternoon with a cheery face. Usually, hopefully you you hope anyway, (laughs) that just cheery personality where again, there's, there's science. Um, there's a reasoning behind that where, you know, like once you see that first interaction into the store, something happy, something smiley, then you're more uplifted because that person is coming to you and just giving you that energy. You tend to feed off of other people's energy. So supposedly, you know, like if somebody's saying like, hello and smiling, all that stuff, then you're more apt to be like, oh, hi, you know, and you just feel kind of like in a good mood. So then you carry that good mood throughout the store where they're hopefully wanting you to buy some more things because you're like, oh, I'm kind of in a good mood. Like I'm going to treat myself. And then you buy certain things and then like, or even on how certain levels on the shelves are, like certain things like are at kids eye level because they know that, hey, those kids will go up to them and be like, hey, mom, dad, whoever they're with, can we get this? You know, so there's certain different levels of that too as well. And it's just, again, so interesting. I'm just so fascinated with certain things. And it's just so mind boggling when I hear certain um, things like this, or I'm like, oh, that makes sense, you know? And, you know, this today is just going to be kind of all over the place because this is literally all the different things I've been thinking about over time. Um, maybe it's exposure to, let's say, like, things that people can achieve. Like, okay, people writing their own books, like what? Making money off of it, selling it, all that kind of stuff. Like you don't have to be this like amazing, well, I mean, you have to be sort of amazing to like make money out of this stuff, but like this big person who everybody knows in order to write a book, you don't have to be that person nowadays or anything like that. Like I literally have met a person in my life who is one of my friends and he has written his own book and I've met patients who've said they've written their own book and they're selling it on Amazon or things like that. And it just mind blows me. I'm just like, look at you go. Like not saying that they're average Joes or anything like that, but you know, they're just people that you meet in your everyday life that you're just like, wow, like I didn't expect that. And it's a nice treat to be like surprised by somebody that you're like, huh, I would have never guessed that, you know, for whatever the reasoning might be. Um, And just being exposed to maybe like that eating healthier does not have to necessarily be dreadful or very hard or anything like that. I feel like, again, it may be hard to kind of like change some things up, but I feel like 
there's so much stigma that it's just like, you know, maybe it's like you have to be on a diet and follow the certain diet to a T in order to lose weight or feel good or anything like that. And maybe that's the cases in some, and maybe sometimes that works for you. I'm not sure. Again, I think it depends on the person, but really what it comes down to is that are you adding a lot of color to your diet? And I don't mean artificial colors and things like that. Like, oh yeah, I ate like Skittles that were like five different colors. Like, you said eat color. (laughs) Like, no, don't be that literal, you know? But literally, are you adding like different veggies that are different colors? Are you eating different fruits that are different colors? Maybe are you eating grains that are different colors too as well? You know, and I know there's, you know, again, it goes down to each person's difference. Some people have certain like gluten allergies or they have, you know, dairy allergies or things like that, intolerances, things like that. So obviously do what works for you. But it's just so interesting that really that don't, you don't have to make something so complicated. Maybe in the beginning, especially just maybe eat half the amount of, you know, junk food that you used to eat, or, you know, maybe go out half the amount of time that you used to and things like that and try, um, balancing it both. Maybe in the beginning, again, adding all those colors to your diet. So you're getting all these different vitamins, minerals, nutrients, and things like that too, as well. And I know you're probably like, yeah, that's easier said than done, but it's, a place to start, you know, especially again, I think it's overwhelming because there's so much different diet ways or certain ways to eat and things. It does get overwhelming where I'm like, I don't even know where I fall under. Like who does, where does a person like me in my lifestyle fit, you know? So really just kind of going down back to the basics of like, are you getting all those, um, you know, different, different, um, colors in, And that even on top of that with health too as well, that like literally food is fuel, but it can also be very healing too. Again, looking into certain things, maybe you're real at your, you know, you have a lot of pain or inflammation or things like that. And you're like, I don't understand why, but honestly, sometimes it comes down to the certain foods that you're eating. There's people I've heard that, you know, take out like dairy or eggs or things like that. And they've realized that their skin has really cleared up that something, you know, in dairy products makes them break out without them realizing they, they just thought it was, you know, like, um, I don't know, their periods or things like that, you know, different, different things where it can be certain foods that could be really causing that inflammation in your stomach. Um, again, maybe changes in your skin and everything too, as well. And then it kind of goes into, like just holistic doctors. Like I've really looked more into holistic features as of my podcast, because I like to expose you to different things. And I have literally been on my own little journey too, as well, where I'm just like, are there holistic doctors in Kalamazoo? Is there holistic doctors in Michigan? Who can I look to? Having a doctor is nice too, as well. And again, do what works for you. But I like to step outside too, and just be like, okay, what are different areas that maybe I'm missing. Maybe there's other things I should look into, you know, maybe, you know, acupuncture, that could be very beneficial. Massage, massages are so nice. It's just that release and kind of getting back, massaging your, your, um, different parts of your bodies, your, you know, you have stored memories in, um, all those kind of stuff, energies in your skin. So moving those skins around with the massage can be very helpful. Same again with yoga, or maybe it's that, channeling your energy and um aligning them with some reiki 
with a Reiki person. You know, it's just all these different things that I've looked into where again, kind of leads me back to the foods that I'm eating, you know, can be harmful or it can really be helpful with especially your immune system. Did you know you like a a good portion of your immune system is in your gut? So that's again, why many people talk about gut health. Like they're not just talking about necessarily you dieting and all that kind of stuff. That is a portion, but literally you have an immune, like a good portion of your immune system in your gut. So if you're feeding it all this crap, you're basically breaking down your immune system where it can't get the nutrients or vitamins to help you overcome all these, you know, different things that might be thrown at you, like viruses or sicknesses or colds or things like that. And like literally look into all that kind of stuff. It's just so interesting. Cause again, me, I'm like, wow, like I didn't like your immune systems in your, your gut too. Like what? Like, I don't know. And some of you may know that too as well. But again, me just being on my own journey, I'm just like, okay, that's starting to make sense. Or that, you know, like even random things, like when I was working, um, when I work with the cancer patients, stuff like that, like I, when I first started working as a nurse there, I didn't know that not all chemo treatments cause you to lose hair. I, I like, you know, you see in the movies and things like that. Again, it goes back to that exposure, what you're exposed to. Again, I was exposed to movies at that time. All movies had cancer patients losing their hair. Me, I assumed everybody lost hair when they had treatments. Then as I worked there, it opened my mind and been like, no, that's only certain ones. Even until this day, I have people that tell me like maybe their family or friends, somebody they know, they're just like, yeah, they're starting treatment. You know, I'm really nervous because they're going to lose their hair. And I'm like, well, what treatment may they, may I ask what treatment they're going to be on and stuff like that. And if I know, I can tell you a little bit more about it and they'll tell me and I'm like, oh yeah, no, they don't. That's not one of the side effects to it. Other ones. Yes, but not the particular one that they're going to be on. So losing hair is not necessarily something that they have to, um, you know, focus in on, or you may not have to focus in on too. And so Jen kind of just goes into that. And like, I've had a coworker in the past, I did not know this either that like certain products that you have can be bad for your health too. Just because it's being sold doesn't necessarily mean, and especially being sold in public places where you think, oh yeah, like this is just, I've literally bought this since I was a kid or whatever, that it's necessarily good for you. Candles. I always thought perfumes, things like that, like, oh, it smells amazing. And I would drench myself in it. I would light my whole house with candles, things like that. And it didn't occur to me until someone had told me, like, you're inhaling all that and it could be bad for your lungs. That could have long-term effects. Did you know that? And I was like, no, we always want our house to smell good, right? So we buy candles like that. That's just what you do, right? Air fresheners, perfume or, you know, stuff for yourself, products you buy, makeup, lotions, not all that stuff is good for you. And if you look into it, um, you know, there are certain products that are, that are harmful, like, especially if you have repeated exposure to it. Um, that's what you hear people wanting like clean products. And again, that I was just like mind boggled. So I was like, what? They're looking out for me, right? No friend, not all companies are looking out for you. Sometimes it goes down to that money that they can tweak certain things in their ingredients, say certain phrases in their ingredients that makes it kind of like a filler or a cover up where it's not necessarily making them liable if anything happens to you because it's legally or however the terms are okay to do, which is super scary. 
Okay. Like I literally um, have had a couple things, again, look into certain things. I've looked at like certain essential oils. Like you would think like, oh, essential oils, they're all good for you, right? No, seriously. Like look at some packages. It'll literally say cancer and reproductive issues or something like that on the back of the label. I've had headsets where I did not know where they were just like on the back of it, reproductive or cancerous, like things can occur from this as a warning sign. Okay. A warning sign. And that just like freaks me out. And I don't think you should be like, just be aware is what I'm saying. Like for your own good too, as well, your own knowledge, like you don't have to be like in a little bubble and just be like, oh my gosh, like everything around me is out to get me (laughs) because we can't live in that world either. We can't live in fear either as well. Just be informative, really do some research and everything like that, you know? But yeah, it's it's kind of a crazy world out there. And um, and that again, just in the end, you know, that you're not alone. You know, sometimes I feel like we may feel like we're alone in certain situations. And I felt that way too as well. I'm just like, you know, you just get in those moments where you're like, nobody understands me. Like there's nobody who's feeling the way I'm feeling, but there is, you know, and it can be those sad thoughts or it can be those happy thoughts or those very like motivating thoughts or whatever the case may be. But there are people out there who are thinking like you too as well. You know, it goes back to like when social media can be a good thing because it's like this draws in so many people all over the world who may be thinking like you. Maybe there's support groups where you're just, you need that extra comfort where your friends and family don't understand, where you're just like, Maybe you lost someone and you just need to find a group of that kind of people, you know, then you can find that group nowadays, which is awesome. Maybe you're motivated and you're just thinking outside the box. There are other people like entrepreneurs in that aspect or creatives or things like that who you can find too as well. Again, that may not, you know, maybe you can't find them where you're at or, you know, maybe you can't go out and about, but you can get online and find those groups of people too as well. And it's just so kind of cool how things can be interconnected. And again, it can be scary too once you open certain rabbit holes. You're like, excuse me, what? Like, huh? <laughs> like a, one random thing real quick. As I was talking about like the cancerous and all that kind of stuff too. I literally, my brother, we were talking about furniture shopping one day. And he was like, did you know some fabrics can be cancerous? And I was like, what? Those two? Are you kidding me? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, it says on the label. And I'm like, the label of what? He's like, this couch. Do you not read your (laughs) couch information? I was like, no. I just look at the color and be like, that's a good one. This is comfy. I want to buy it. And it's just, again, just a whole new world. I guess in California, I want to say maybe there's other places too where they have those type of warning labels. And now I very much appreciate them. But I'm just like, what? Again, certain things don't have to be put on labels. Other things have to be. So it's just, you just have to be careful with certain things too as well. Um, and again, again, going back to like, not necessarily everybody has the best interest for you. So I don't know if you guys heard about the social dilemma. I'm pretty sure I talked about that in my past, like one of my past podcasts too as well, where again, not necessarily it is working in your favor. Social media can be a good thing, but it also can be a bad thing. Like, have you heard of, you know, maybe getting on Facebook or Instagram and there's algorithms and these algorithms are pushing notifications to you to get you drawn back into have you stay online longer, to be on social media, to get you in that like addictive state without saying 
you're an addict to social media and online and we can all admit to it at times you know we're always like oh my phone just went off let me see or we have that like phantom vibrate where you know it's not even vibrating or notifying us but we have that feeling we're like oh my phone just went off and it really didn't again it's going back to that mind mind process that thought of like how do we get people to do certain things again with social media it's like maybe it's the pokes or the things like that or the likes or suggestions or hey that reminder of you didn't reply to so and so two days ago so they'll send you a notification getting you to draw back into that you know and it kind of goes back to like there's so many good things on netflix like they are not paying me to say this but i'm just saying there is like so many things when you start going into that that there's like what is it? Something explained, like a lot of those I've been watching too as well, like the mind explained, money explained. And it's just so interesting because it even goes back to like, you know, like credit cards, you know, yeah, they're cool. They can help you out, but unless you know how to use them, then they can be very, very bad. But the credit card companies making a lot of money off of you. So they're willing to give it out or loans or things like that. So it's just really getting back to being educated. And again, you don't, It's hard to be educated if you aren't exposed to certain things or if somebody hasn't told you about a certain thing, which has, again, opened my mind to so many things. And even just like traveling, like we went to Florida for my birthday and we actually go to Florida quite often. But I hear about canals, right? And all that kind of stuff and whatever. And I am mind blown that people have these canals in their backyards and they're basically like roads for boats. No, I might seem like a super blonde right now, but I'm from Michigan. Well, live in Michigan. And we don't have that kind of stuff here. Like if we do, it's on the lake. Yeah, your backyard's in the lake. So you, you know, it's like a big wide open area of water, not like little channels where you can come in and out of like, and then go into the big ocean. (laughs) Oh gosh. So mind blown. You know, sometimes you just realize how wrapped up in a bubble you are or, you know, things like that. So anyways, I will wrap up today's podcast. I know I usually like to have my like 15 minutes or so, but I kind of went over just because I have a lot of information of what I just been thinking of over the past time. And I honestly probably could break down a lot of these down even further, but anyways all right so again for those of you who are new to here definitely follow me on instagram check out my um website things like that i'm starting to do um like get on youtube too as well so again i do um i am a yoga teacher instructor what do you want to call it educator um so i've been trying to find like again holistic ways which i like to do with through yoga and just expose people to different things of how their body can be really helpful how they can fuel it make it feel good in a way that is um in a way that they understand so sometimes when people think of yoga they're like want me to get on my head when we do a headstand handstand (laughs) no like if you want to cool but I'm not going to teach you that um but so I just kind of give you the basics and everything like that of how certain things working just from digestion or certain pains and things like that that can hopefully help you um have another tool in your belt to help you kind of um help with stressors or whatever the case may be in your life. Again, these are just suggestions. These aren't like diagnosing or anything like that, Um, but just another tool for you to have in your back pocket. So I'll have those in the show notes. If you would like to check out my website or follow me on Instagram or things like that, again, reach out to me. I would love to hear from you guys. And if you wanted to have um, 
a yoga session. I have 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays, or I have Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time too as well that you can check out on my website as well. We'll love to see your faces or you don't even have to show your face on it, but at least I know you'll be there. All right. Bye guys.